Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me slash discord. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mick had gone off to look at the bike to see whether it was still there. There is one that seems to be relatively active. And and there are three dead bodies. <laughs> That's right. And roll sanity, please. I failed again. <laughs> you failed? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Oh, great. <laughs> hey, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, why don't you take uh, three points of sand loss? So, I think, yeah, particularly with all the peyote or whatever the fuck that was and everything else and the lack of food, oh, it makes just going to start vomiting over by the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Off in the distance, you hear these uh, engines rumbling. Ah, uh, shit, 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 shit. Okay, so, um... It's possible that the bag that I found was actually the possession of a member of a bike gang, and now there are some bikes in the distance, and so maybe we should try to get out of here real fast. Whoa, Sonny, do you see the <laughs> the tapestry of colors on these cave paintings? It's like the most hey, amazing, beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah, Eugene, hey, so I found a bag, and there was some money in the bag, and now I think uh-huh. that it might belong uh-huh. to some biker people that might be coming to look for the bag of money. Are you saying my love was captured by a biker gang? Oh my god, where's Mick? Mick! <laughs> Mick! Yeah, Mick's staggering in your direction. You can, yeah, you can just see him picking bits of sick out of his beard as he's staggering towards you. <laughs> Mick, 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 so you, you, saw, you saw the tree and the stuff around the tree, yeah, yeah, yeah? Why the fuck didn't you tell us there were three dead bikers over there? It didn't seem relevant to our situation <laughs> at the time, but now dead bikers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Okay, so you know, I'm sorry, uh, but now I'm telling you, there are three dead bodies, and they had a bit of money, and um, it sounds like motorcycles in the distance. So what are we gonna do? I didn't see any money there. 
There was a bag. That's what Hazel took. She took the bag of money. The engines are growing louder. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta get somewhere safe. Where can we go? Into the house? It's okay. I'll talk to them. <laughs> Groovy, man. Yeah, I don't... Okay, plan B? Maybe we can hide? Um, The house? They're gonna search the house. Oh, what about that cave? Isn't there a cave close by? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the cave. We've... We've... We've got to go down, haven't we? We've got to go down. Look, why don't we just go chill in that cave for a little while, and if they find us, then, Mick, you can talk to them. Yeah, maybe. Phoenix is wandering with this antique compass he has out in front of him, trying to find the cave while they're discussing this. Great. And uh, as you do, like, the compass is, like, acting strange. Like, the needle will, like, linger in one direction and kind of snap back. And you yourself, because of, like, the massive amount of LSD that you've taken, are feeling <laughs> you're, you're keyed into the energy, man, of the ley lines. And you, too, are feeling the pull. Down. Down is the good idea, right? We gotta go down. We gotta go down. The only way up is down. Yeah. Uh, so we're hightailing it to Cave Town? Apparently. <laughs> Great. <laughs> happy, to, happy to talk to some bikers if we have to. Happy to have the bikers talk to you. Uh, so, <laughs> um, great. <laughs> and we can walk there, right? Because Phoenix is going to be very leisurely in getting over there. You certainly can walk there. <laughs> though, you, though you hear the engines growing louder by the moment. So um, haste may be of the essence. Yeah, I don't feel like Phoenix would be scared. He hasn't seen the dead bodies, so... If Phoenix moseys, I think uh, Sonny will will kind of, like, be urging him along. Before we had gone, though, just in, like, preparation, Sonny's going to grab the bag, mm-hmm. her bag that has some more money in it, make the, the van look like it has been ransacked a little bit, delicately take the drum set out and kind of, like, place it on the ground, though, you know what? But just, like, <laughs> make it look like someone has gone through this. Okay, cool. So that's that's all happening. You're creating this uh, this little tableau for the oncoming bikers. Everybody's pressing into the desert, kind of towards the Diablo Canyon, which terminates in this cave, as as Mick saw on the map. Hmm. Well, I guess if we're going to be safe anywhere, it's got to be the Death Cave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run for safety to the Death Cave. It's just a name. <laughs> Phoenix, stop dragging ass. Take it easy, Sonny. I'm trying to look at the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> is this two guns or is this ancient Memphis? <laughs> and uh, off, off we go. And maybe just like you clock also on the, on the gas tank of this motorcycle that's on its side with the buckled biker next to it with his colors frayed and slightly charred, airbrushed on there, you see the wings of a white bird. <laughs> oh, hieroglyphics. If Phoenix is dicky around too much, I'll just <laughs> look over at Sky and say, look, Sky, you got to guide him into the cave. He listens to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you'll notice that Phoenix hasn't noticed yet is that he broke Sky's beak trying to dig out the hole last night. Oh, no. No. Not Sky. <laughs> the little nub. <laughs> 
you move <laughs> deeper into the Diablo Canyon that you saw on your map, and up ahead, amid the scrub and stones, as dawn is breaking, up ahead of you, there is a small, dark recess. It doesn't look like the mouth of the cave in a drawing. It's more like a hole. It seems to go kind of straight down. And there are some planks over it. It kind of looks like it was boarded up at some point, but they've been broken and wrenched aside or maybe collapsed due to age. And you can hear now like the the engines behind you sound like they're they're circling and, and stopping. And you hear some chatter coming from the direction of two guns behind you. Oh, go, 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 go. Get in the hole. Let's go. Yeah, man, this is far out. He's kind of wandering toward the cave mouth. <laughs> By the way, did anyone think to bring a torch? Hmm? I've got a lighter. Okay. I've got a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> anyone want to roll luck to see if they've got a torch on them? <laughs> Phoenix is like staring at Mick thinking he's talking about like a flame torch. <laughs> yes. And uh, he's like, you British bastard. <laughs> but he loves that idea. He's like, we could make a torch. Yeah. I mean, you could make a torch. There's 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 scraggly brush around. You could, you could get a stick and maybe work something out. Yeah. So we're rolling luck to do that or? Yeah. You can roll luck <laughs> to see if you've got a flashlight on you. Is this group luck? Like the worst luck rolls? Uh, yeah. Go for it. In which case, that's probably me. <laughs> I've got 35. We do not have a torch. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, great. So um, you've got a lighter, though. And I bet my, my guess is, like, everybody's got lighters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but are we going descending into the into the cave? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. As we're going in, because it's like, it's desert sand, right? Mm -hmm. I think that Sonny is also doing a terrible job of like um, trying to like grab something of brush and is trying to just like behind them, you know, like get rid of the footprints a little bit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice, <Cool>. nice. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so you're sweeping <laughs> for all of us. I mean, it's a good thing Phoenix is slow. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a strong hand on the back. Go, Phoenix. Great. So uh, past the planks and into this rather tight cavern that does go down and then and then kind of levels out. And you can just barely, just barely stand upright. The tallest of you may have to bend your head to stand here. Mick's already bent over. It's perfect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hunched over. I've got to say, as far as caves go, this one's a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> and, and, and at the same time, Phoenix is like, "Whoa, man, this cave's something else." The way the the way the lighters like playing off the walls with the shadows. Uh, Mr. Tanner, Mick, have you been in a lot of caves? Uh, well, one or two, yeah. We've done gigs in caves, so the acoustics in the good cave are fucking amazing. Oh, have you ever played like Red Rocks, man? Uh, hey guys can we can we talk about this deeper in the cave please you hear shouts and uh and swearing from from out fuck fuck back towards two guns yes and it's, so as you move deeper yeah and you're seeing like little like animal bones like crunch underneath your shoes desert mice and and things there's like little pellets all around and you get the sense that these might be owl pellets 
as you move deeper and deeper. The, the cave remains relatively level, but you can tell it, it angles down and you are going deeper into the earth as you travel forward. The aperture of the cave tightens and widens irregularly. And Phoenix, you are flashing regularly back on that sense that you are moving not into the earth, but into a body. That you're moving along some sort of esophagus or or intestine. You're moving into the literal bowels of the earth. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting my sand queued up for this. Yeah, I think I think he's kind of as he's realizing that he's also muttering so that the others can hear being like. Owls are like symbols of death, but but they're also symbols of transformation. And like this could be our transformation. Maybe we could <laughs> reshape humanity with whatever we find in this cave, you know, that's amazing. So if the, these ravings are, are happening all around <laughs> and uh, someone can Maybe even especially Eugene, because you encountered that book and you learned the story of this cave and how it got its name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just have the sense of, like, the disturbing image of what it must have been like to suffocate in these tight confines. But you can also roll, if you wish, um, history. That's a success, regular. Eugene, it's now, as you move in... To this, to this cavern, and you're going deeper, deeper, that you're flashing back, not in a lysergic way, but in just a regular memory way, back to a college lecture hall where you were doing one of your humanities core credits before you tuned in, turned on, and dropped out. Mm-hmm. And you learned a little bit about, like, Southwestern folklore. That story about the Death Cave, the, the war between the Apache and the Navajo, is not altogether new to you and your memory is jogged being down here about like some of those creation myths from those first nations Mm. oral traditions and the apache one of their stories was that the first humans lived in a world under the world and that they came up out of a hole in the ground and that there was a great flood the water bubbled up out of the cavern they placed a young woman on a boat And as the water rose, she stayed alive and the rain made her pregnant. And that's where we all come from. And you remember your professor describing it, but that there was, there were people under the ground, under the ground. And you're, you're imagining it. It it might, might've been in a cavern like this. And there's a Navajo tale too, of that. The first people were in the first world. And then the golden haired child of the sun led them along with coyote, led them up into the second world through a reed and then up into the third world. And again, these creation myths are stories of ascension out of deeper planes. You have the senses as you travel in and down, you're somehow traveling back into some sort of ancient and chthonic realm of native folklore. Phoenix, I think you're right. Yeah, man. We gotta go deeper. There's not really a right or wrong, it's just truth, you know? <laughs> I think I finally understand the energy of this place. I, I get what Hazel was talking about. Yeah, it's, it's owls, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going back, you guys, uh, into human history. Can we go back faster? <laughs> Hazel! <laughs> Hazel! With that, you hear a roar! Vroom, vroom. 
behind you. <laughs> the bikes are closer now, and you can hear off in the distance. <laughs> right, you fuck nut. You know what the penalty is, right? <laughs> We're gonna kick your fucking teeth in when we find you, for starters. Shut the fuck up, man. They ain't down there. Well, where the fuck else would they be? Everyone can make a spot hidden? Uh, yeah. Hard success. Success? Oh, me too. Yeah. Great. Maybe as you're all, like, like frantically moving deeper, like, how the hell do we get out of here? Eugene, you are like now palpably... We're, we're trapped. We're trapped. This is how it all happened. This is how it all happened. It's happening again. And it suddenly flashes on you. The way out is through. And almost as soon as that happens, Mick, you see that this cave, which appears to be almost like one shaft, if you look down in the light of Sonny's flickering Zippo, if you got down on your belly, the wall on the side of this cavern, there's a space not even half a foot wide that you could maybe shimmy through and you'd be in some other chamber of this cave. There's like a way to conceal yourself under here. The wall on the right-hand side of the cave doesn't go all the way down to touch the floor, so to speak. Well, I guess we've got a choice to make here. Do we wait for this bunch of angry bikers to kill us, or do we crawl into this hole and get stuck and starve to death? Which sounds better. <laughs> we don't know what's on the other side. I mean, when you put it like that... I say through. I mean, we have a better chance. We don't know that we're going to starve to death, but we definitely do know that if we stay here, those guys are going to fucking kill us. The way out is through. Yeah. If you want to get into it, you got to get out of it. This is a new voice you can hear echoing down. There have been a lot of harsh words thrown around. We ain't going to hurt you. As long as you got the gear. All right, you hand it over. Gear. And you walk out of here. If you make us come look for you, we're gonna put a chain on one leg, gonna put a chain on the other leg, gonna put a chain on your arms, and the four of us are gonna drive north, south, east, and west. I'm getting in the hole. They want gear. We don't have gear. We just have money. Let's go. Let's just go. Just start going through there. I'll, if, if necessary, I'll keep them busy. <laughs> Mick, no, 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 no. We're not leaving you to deal with... No, everybody? Get in the fucking hole! <laughs> you know, chains can weigh us down and, like, keep us from moving forward, but they could also be a source of strength, right? Like, the ties that bind and, you know? Come on, Sonny, these two are hopeless. I haven't heard this much shit since the lyrics of our last album. <laughs> uh, Sonny's gonna grab Sky and throw her under the crack. <laughs> Phoenix, now you got one place you can go. Yeah, he's diving in there after Sky, of course. <laughs> but Mick, are you staying in the passageway to communicate with the bikers? Yeah, I'm trying to get the others to go through. Okay. It looks like everyone's gone shimmied under. It's very tight. Um, Mick's unable to help himself. He says, listen, mate, don't take this wrong, but I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that they're not going to hurt you unless they're planning on hurting you. If I were you, I'll get a better line in fucking patter. And then I'm going to try to shimmy through the hole. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> Great. Okay. 
Now you hear the crunch of boots back down the passageway. So where you've shimmied, everyone, it's not just like a, a brief lip. This goes on for a while. You're crawling on your stomach. It is so impossibly tight. You feel <laughs> the roof of this cave pressing on your back. There are moments where you feel like, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I won't be able to move until you like kind of can just shimmy a little to your left or right and kind of dislodge your your belt or or like the heel of your boot and, and get get moving again. And now those bones are still all around, except now the little mice's empty eye sockets are are looking at you as you pass because you're at eye level with them. And this mm. is so intensely claustrophobic. And of course it is quite dark. You only get the flickering light of these lighters that blow out frequently as you go further and deeper and deeper. You feel the the weight of this stone lift off as you come out into a gallery, it seems, and your light, the aurora of it, doesn't probe all the way to the, the next wall. You're, you can't tell how wide and large the space you're in is. But you can stand upright. Oh. <sighs> Thank you, Sky. <sighs> really helped us find the way through. <sighs> Hazel. 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 Eugene, man, that's really cool that you're trying to trying to keep that connection with Hazel. We we were only with her for a little while, but you really formed a bond there. The energy was real, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, look. Look, this is really touching. <laughs> am, am I getting cool? <laughs> Can any of you see any way of plugging up that, that fucking hole there? <laughs> are there loose rocks in here, Ross? There are a lot of loose rocks, and as you move, like... They, they shift and scatter. There are noticeable now like stalactites overhead and, and pillars of stone as you move around. It's a very disorienting space. The darkness recedes off in some directions and, and in some places the stone is right up on you. You haven't, the dimensions of this room are, are, seem all natural and very hard to kind of take in, especially with your limited light. Yeah. Sunny's going to close the Zippo later so the, the flame goes out and get down on her belly and look back underneath. Is there any um, sign that the, the folks are following us? You heard boots down the, down the corridor, so to speak. You can watch back through to see if you hear anything. Find a way out. And then she'll just kind of be on her belly and just be kind of watching and trying to figure out if they're actually following so are we, we're finding a way out. Are we kind of fanning out into this space? <laughs> Eugene is going to take his spoon <laughs> and hold it in his hand. And then he's going to toss it up into the air and see which way it lands. <laughs> and he's going to follow the direction of the, <laughs> the top of the spoon. As it clatters down, I think somebody's going to look up at him. Could you not? <laughs> <laughs> The spoon is special. So is not alerting them to where we are. It's, it's, it was quiet. What are? Do you have a light source on you, Phoenix? I have a lighter, and my fingers are immune to heat at this point in my life. So <laughs> I think that I can I can keep it going until it runs out of butane or whatever. <laughs> Your butane is sending up a tall flame mm -hmm. as you probe out into the into the darkness. 
you've been talking about seeing pyramids and, and, and things. And so every now and then, like, what are these natural rock formations appear to you more as like pillars? As though you're in like some sort of cistern or grotto made, okay. made by within with intelligence. The crackly and kind of popcorn sides of this of the stone walls of this cavern, as your light passes over them, you'd swear it was writing. It's consistent with my vision that I had when we got high last night. That's right. Okay. I could roll sand or I could try to read the writing. <laughs> you should roll sand. <laughs> and, in, and in fact, maybe this, like that, that may decide whether you can read the writing. Yeah, okay. Um, ah, wow, I rolled 11. All right. Mm. This, this, it's just writing after all. Uh, or it just appeared that way, but it's just, it's just stone. Yeah. I'm going to touch it, though. I'm going to just kind of ru- run my hand over the stone. There's a a film of cold moisture over all the the stone here it's now language keeps coming to you it's almost like braille yeah braille and then it hits you this isn't meant to be seen this is meant to be felt because of course it's dark it's very dark whatever's here can hear and feel you Oh, fuck, I don't want to roll sand again. And But you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really your choice, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I did fail that, that time. Hey. Um, great. That's three points of sanity for realizing that what you're feeling, there's, there's a logic to it that your mind can't really conceive. But this is writing, but it's meant to be probed and felt with fingers, not read with eyes, because down here, eyes would be useless. You don't need your eyes down here. You don't need your eyes down here. Oh, no. And that did send me over into a, an <laughs> automatic bout of madness. Nice. <laughs> you know what would be really good for taking those eyes out? A teaspoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's either got to be the spoon or Sky's remnant beak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, going along the wall. Maybe with your eyes even closed, because why use them? Your light gone out. Yeah. The slick surface of the stone, your hand comes to rest on something that is not stone. It's moist. It's cold. And it moves under your touch. Yeah. Um... I think I think in the bout of madness, if this works for you, Ross, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like approach this as one being to another and say, "Hello, it's me, Phoenix. I'm ready to rise from the ashes." <laughs> and this thing that was moving under your hand encircles your wrist, <laughs> and suddenly something covers your mouth. As as what feels like like a hand with long jagged nails like <clears throat> crushes your face, and you are quite grappled. <laughs> okay, very nice. I'm certain I give myself no bonuses on my fighting skills in creating this character, mm-hmm. um, but I do think that being grabbed like that could I try to fight my way free? Absolutely, you can. Okay. Oh my god, I rolled well. I wow. rolled a 20 on my uh, fighting brawl of 25. That's cool. I rolled a nine. Um, the, uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Cool. Wow. The rest of you see see the lighter that Phoenix is holding, like, go out and you hear a... And just a... Phoenix! Phoenix! 
<laughs> oh my god. I think Sun is going to get up, uh, relight the Zippo, and move towards whatever that's wherever that sound came from. There's a sudden, like, just a shift in the, in the air in here, which doesn't seem to make sense unless something's moving in here, but your light boom, goes out. Uh, relight. The moment the fire comes on, you are face to face with a white visage <laughs> that looms over you. It is impossibly pale. You can see every vein threading underneath the, the pallid fish belly translucence of its flesh. It is humanoid and jagged drooling teeth are, are there in front of you and eyes that are not human eyes. They are so pinprick small. It has been down here for so, so long. And what would be its ears seem webbed and you see veins pulsating, throbbing in these webbed protuberances on the side of a head. And for a moment you're like, it looks a little bit like an owl. <laughs> I did go ahead and roll a sand roll, obviously, but I, I did pass. <laughs> I think she's just going to like take a wild swing at this thing's face, whatever part she can see. Great, go for it. Come on. Ooh. Um, I'm going to spend seven luck to make that an extreme success. Ooh. Punch this thing. Yeah, I'm going to punch the shit out of this thing. Bam, you punch this thing right in its dang face. <laughs> there is just a moist slickness to it, <laughs> and it is it is awful when your fist connects with it. But yes, what is your damage? Yeah, what is my damage? <laughs> if, if you've got an extreme, then it's maximum damage, so you do seven. Great. Cool, I don't have to roll it. So seven. Is it, is it like hunkers down and, and swats at you and, and like scuttles away into the darkness? So he's like, like backing up uh, towards wherever the other two are and just being like, Owl! Owl! There's an owl! White owl! You all definitely heard this and you're hearing this scuffle. You saw it get dimmer in here when Phoenix's light fell. Yeah, you know that something's quite wrong. What, what the hell just happened there? There's something down here with us! What? Hazel? 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 It's not fucking Hazel, you genius goddamn owl thing! Owl thing? What? Is Phoenix alive? Can I ask that? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Phoenix is very alive. And in fact, maybe at this moment you, like, come to, like, you're like, yes, language. L language is tactile. And you feel that because your head is bumping on stone as you're being dragged across the surface of a cavern floor. <laughs> Shit. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, Eugene, you're going spoonwards, mm -hmm. and you your foot connects with something soft. Hazel? I'm going to reach down and touch it. It's flesh. It's uh, tanned flesh. It's leather. It's a, it's a leather bag. <laughs> Let me reach in the bag, see what I can feel. I guess I can use the lighter to see it. It's a rack of paper money. Hazel, I'm coming! That's lucky. Um, and uh, <laughs> Mick, are you, are you moving towards the sounds that you've heard? Yeah. Well, having heard that Sunny just had a scuffle, yeah, I'm, I'm heading back to where she is to see whether she needs help. Great. As you move, um, can you make a spot hidden for me? I can try. 
I failed miserably. <laughs> you, you hear her crawling and scrambling across the stones, making so much noise. <laughs> if you imagine, almost like a, we see you, we see your light, as the camera moves down and tilts up and clinging to the ceiling of this cavern, you see like those bizarre webbed ears listening to you and long nailed fingers reaching down as they close around your beard and lift you up <laughs> towards the ceiling of this cavern. Oh my god. Close around the beard, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you can feel free to try to brawl out of this, but you are, you are being strangled. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm not going to try to brawl out of it. I'm going to try to wriggle out of it. <laughs> Mick is not a strong man. Uh, he cannot fight to save his life, but the one thing he can do is he can fucking wriggle. So he is going to try to squirm his way out of this grip. <laughs> Classic drummer's wriggle. And that is an extreme success. <laughs> A little bit of beard comes off in this in this thing's clutches as you come back down to the floor, and you have you have successfully wriggled away. But I think in that struggle, the light has probably gone out. You're you're free of it for the moment. Okay, yeah, I'm going to forget about the lighter and just start crawling across the ground to where Sunny was. I, f I feel like maybe you two meet each other back towards where you entered. If you're kind of scrambling that direction. And uh, you find each other in the dark. What, what the fuck? Like there, was, there was this thing. It was, it, was, yeah. it was a white face and it didn't have any ears. And it was just, it was right up in my face. It, it, it was, it had, what, it was pale. Yeah, it was, it was very white. It looked like an owl. It had little owl eyes and it was just. Yeah. It tried, yes. And it had veins on its hands. and yeah. I saw one of them out before in the desert. I, I saw what? one of them out. Yeah, it, it, it showed me where the. Where the peyote was. And you were getting up my ass about not talking about the fucking bodies? Well, I, I thought I hallucinated it. <laughs> I mean, if if I told you everything I saw, I mean, I, I, I see fucking shit the whole time. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. I mean, if you just snap, it's just this is a very stressful situation. Just, we gotta find the others and we just gotta get out of here. We gotta no, no, get no. out of here. No, you don't understand. This thing, I, it, it showed me where the peyote was outside, right? It didn't attack me there. It showed me where it was. It, it was trying to make contact. It was trying to communicate. I mean, okay, and then this time I can't help but notice that you're missing a chunk of beard. So what was it trying to say when it did that? I don't know. Let's find out. And Mick's going to stand okay. up and, and say, Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Almost as soon as you do that, you feel a palpitation on your forehead. Thunk. Yeah, hello, hello. We, we, we met outside, right? I, I, I'm a friend. Thunk, thunk. Like tapping you, this a moist digit. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you communicate by rhythm, right? Yeah. Well, so do I, mate. So do I. <laughs> I am going to palpitate back. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Unfortunately for the rest of you, Mick is a really shit drummer. Oh, oh, no. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some skill, don't you? I've got some. I, I don't have that much. I could spend all but one point of luck to make that a success. 
Oh, wow. Follow your bliss, man. <laughs> Is this a commentary on prog rock drumming from Scott that we're seeing here? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I am going to do that. It leaves me with one point of luck. That'll be fine. Just as long as we never have to make a group luck roll, we'll be great. <laughs> yeah, roll your sanity as well, but you're, you will succeed with, at your drumming roll. <laughs> oh, that isn't... I haven't passed a sand roll yet. I started with 70 sand, and I haven't passed a single sand roll. Oh, nice. Excellent. Say no to drugs, kids. <laughs> yep, yeah, say no to drugs, dude. That's two sanity loss for you. You, you. you tap out a little tattoo on this thing in the darkness, and dexterous digits, like, thrum back at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I understand. I understand. You do kind of understand, thanks to what it showed you. <laughs> there is, like, the language of the, of the soil and the earth and the cactus is allowing you to interpret some sort of intelligence through this thrumming and stroking and that these moist hands are... Are touching you, and you, all you fear is come, come. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all right, everyone. It's all right. They they're friendly. They they they, they look a bit fucking weird, but they're friendly, right? Um, and and it's it's trying to take us somewhere. I think I think we can trust it, right? I think we can trust it. Phoenix is gone, right? I'm Phoenix just is to gone. Phoenix is gone. <laughs> Phoenix is well and truly gone. Um, and uh, Sonny, you're very close by. You're maybe like yeah. hearing all this. Eugene, the last time we checked in with you, you saw this this bag of money. You're off in a corner of this gallery space. I'm just looking for Hazel. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm not even grabbing the money. I just want to find Hazel. Cool. As the vision showed me. <laughs> yes, yes. As you grope forward, you've had this lucky break. Thank you, Spoon. But as you as you grope forward, suddenly... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You step out into nothing. Roll some dexterity here. <laughs> nice. Oh, no. Eugene. No. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to spend uh, 12 luck to make that a hard success. You fall and, like... You realize that you're going to slide who knows how far. There's a precipitous drop in this portion of the of the cavern, but your hand gropes out and catches kind of rock climber style on just a little jutting piece of stone and you are you are not tumbling down. Uh, oh Hazel <laughs> I'll yell downward. <laughs> Not a strong self-preservation instinct in Eugene. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right, I'm going to try to climb back up the ledge. Go for it. Are the other two of you following where this hand is leading you? Oh, God, yes. Great. Sonny? <laughs> what a shitty decision to have to make. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, so the thing is, Sonny picked up all that money... And also a gun. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think she's going to reach into the bag. Um, and I think she's just going to say, Mick, I'm so sorry, but this is fucked. And she's just going to, um, I don't know if she can see anything, but she might just like, is there, can she see something? The light was out. Yeah. You're navigating by sound, much like other critters that are yeah. down here. But but you feel free to roll your firearm skill at a disadvantage. 
Uh, I mean, it's so low anyway, and you know, uh, just <laughs> just fumble and hit Mick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, fully no. <laughs> And there's almost like a strobe effect in this room as, as this gun goes off. In a blink of an eye, you see that you did not hit this thing. And you see this humanoid, naked, pale thing, like stroking Mick's arms. Like, come, come. But in that strobing moment, you see that there's at least a dozen more of these things on the ceiling, crouching in hollows. Ooh faces of them rising from little holes and apertures, you are surrounded. Wow. Sorry, Mick. Also, you can hear from outside, what the fuck was that? Uh, she's just gonna point the gun up at nothing and just empty the whatever, the revolver clip, whatever it is. <laughs> What the hell are you doing, Sonny? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I don't like the sound! She's just firing into the air. <laughs> this is a revolver. That's all the bullets that were in it. It's empty. Uh, and each time it goes off, you're seeing like that these things are like writhing up into the ceiling and like disappearing into their little niches. And this one that was stroking Mick's arm gently now has a firm grasp on it and is pulling forward. She does that thing where, like, when the when the gun is empty, she's still clicking, like she's still like. Ah. Yeah, great, <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, Sorry, Scott. <laughs> no, no, I think it's great. <laughs> great, you are being tugged into darkness, Mick. Oh God, yes. <laughs> In the darkness, you suddenly feel more hands on you as you are overwhelmed um, by being piled on by whatever these things are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I'm here. It, it, it'll be safe now. She's out of bullets. You'll, you'll be all right now. Eugene, you were lucky. You found this money and you walked right by, but you're looking for Hazel. <laughs> I'm going to say that here's, here's, here's how your luck is treating you. You can see down below, as you look down, you, you could, with your strength, kind of pull yourself back up into this chamber that you slipped from. But you see down a little bit of light. And you have the sense that, like, somewhere down there, there's a way out of here. The way out is through, Eugene. The way out is through. The way out is through. I'm holding this, like, the ledge with one arm. I'm going to grab my lucky spoon with the other and hold it really tight. <laughs> I'm going to let go. <laughs> I love this for Eugene. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, my God. You let go and... You take seven damage, crunch, as you fall down. Ouch. The wind is totally knocked out of you, but you can see now the rays of the rising sun coming through a small crack off in the distance, kind of up a ways. And if you like scramble through a very tight passage, you might be able to squirm through this tight little space. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try that. <laughs> Sonny, I'm going to say that, like, in the empty... Like, roll sanity, of course. Oh, yeah, sorry. I should have done that already. <laughs> Boop. I passed. You saw some wild-ass stuff. So, let's take two points of sanity loss for seeing all the... The owls. The owls. <laughs> it's fucking owls. <laughs> Phoenix, 
It's cold on your back. And you can feel thrumming and tapping on you as your shirt is taken off. Mick? It's pitch dark. You feel hands on you. Coming from all directions, you can't tell what's an echo and what's coming from its native source. Uh, I'm a friend, I'm a friend. Uh, Look, look, man. It's a misunderstanding, I think. He's going to, like, reach up and kind of, like, feel the face of the nearest thing that's groping him right now. Your hand comes to rest on jagged teeth. (laughs) Yeah, trying to, like, dance my fingers up to those little pinpoint eyes. And then I'm going to kind of put them back to my eyes and say, I understand now, man. I, I get it. Like, this might be the end of my journey, but, like, it's about the ride, right? The ride to get here. And I get it now. And I think that, you know, assuming I'm still in this temporary insanity, I, I think I am going to take Sky out. Sky knows too. Sky, Sky <laughs> knows we can, we can join you, man. I've been, I've been searching for you ever since I saw you in my plane. Like this is my purpose. And then he's going to start to slowly bore his eyes out with the <laughs> the jagged beak of Sky. <laughs> there are approving taps on your forehead. As the pain of this goes through your body, you feel not only your eyes coming out, but you feel something going up your nose. There's a a reed of some kind. A reed, much like the reeds that the first people traversed out through, passing from worlds into other worlds. And you hear a... And a... As smoke is blown through the reed up your nostril, you can feel that you're on a slab... An altar? The smell of it is reminiscent of the cactus that you've chewed up earlier. And as this smoke hits your brain, you feel yourself transported. Yeah. You are being made into a door. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Do you know what else he's feeling, Ross? Gratitude. (laughs) <laughs> they helped they helped him find his purpose <laughs> and he learned what the aliens wanted this is everything he ever wanted <laughs> as the other two of you are, are brought or are, are coaxed through this warren you're lost in these bowel like passageways that seem to go forever in the final moments as you're, as you're drawn ever deeper if you manage to light your lighter you can see in the gallery that you're that you're moving toward just like in the strobing light of sparks and flame like tens, twenties, thirties of these of these things like looking up at you as the light flicks you see that the stone here is worked. Massive sculptural forms are around you. There is a ritual space in front of you and you see phoenix and they, they have, like, separated portions of him out. His, his bowels are removed. There, there is a hollow in the center of him, and there is a smile on his face. <laughs> and they're pulling you forward. Through. Through. <laughs> and you can see, as your, as your lighter flicks for maybe the final time before it's plucked from your hand, the eyes of Hazel, who also is 
rent asunder and a smile is on her face. The inner part of her is torn and, and ripped away. She has been turned into a threshold. <laughs> and you can see, like, there is a large and elderly one of these things. You can see the lines in its, in its face beckoning you closer. There's a reed in its mouth and a brazier nearby smoking, giving, like, the only ambient light in this whole space. Very, very dim draws up some of the smoke of this smoking cactus bulb, ready for the next, to join them at the altar. <laughs> and the best he can, Mick's just got to turn around and grab Sonny by the hand and said, I read that when Aldous Huxley died, he, he got his wife to shoot him up with LSD and, and he said his death was beautiful. Maybe it'll be like that for us. Sunny's like full, like she's just weeping, and she goes, <laughs> "Who's Aldous Huxley?" <laughs> oh. oh, brave new world! It has such people in it. As these, as these Calibans draw you ever closer, Phoenix, the smoke hit your mind, and you felt something like grow, warp, rupture. In your brain, you felt the pain that was somehow pleasurable of, of the center of you being taken out. It's like, no, I'm opening up. I'm just opening up, man. It's one last trip. And you can feel yourself moving up this reed that was placed in your nose back to like an older source. Back, back, back. And you're under stars that are different stars. And there is like a cyclopean citadel in front of you. Like, is this where we all come from, man? Yeah. There's more to the universe than we could ever understand. It's like, yeah. And the last roll of the game, Eugene, can you just roll luck? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Come on, Eugene. Oh, well. <laughs> Don't, oh. <laughs> So that you failed. <laughs> Can I push it by grabbing my spoon really, really tight? <laughs> you can't push a luck roll, can you? No. Yeah, I failed. You had, you had a couple lucky breaks here. You met some good folks. You're traveling west. And I just want to see like a hillside. The breaking dawn is there. He calls out, Hazel! <laughs> Hazel! <laughs> a spoon breaks out of the side of this rock formation through a, a small crack and you can see this commemorative spoon and the arm that holds it like digging and straining out of this tiny little aperture and as we move back as this as this arm flails the other fingers begin to grope around the crack and push his way out as though he's being given birth to out of the out of the womb of the earth as we pull back we see there, standing nearby, four figures. No. A giant bowie knife is coming out of a belt. A chain is, like, falling to the ground. And you can see, as we move past them in the breaking dawn of the sun, the patches on their back. Necros MC. Nomads. And it goes mm -hmm. to black. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, dear. 
Hey, the spoon got out of the cave. It was lucky. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, bad. Oh. Was this was this like a like a an anti drug PSA? Is that what this all was? <laughs> yes, yes. This this was an after school special. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yes, that was terrific. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was awesome. Wait, wait. What happened to Sky? <laughs> Does Sky make it? They're in a ritual space in this in a cavernous chamber miles below the surface of the earth in the hollow hollow recesses of the world which are peopled by legions beyond counting. See like little totems, little carven objects from every corner of the world. And they're placed in this little votive archive, a tiny wooden bird without a beak. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Covered with bits of eye. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ross. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah thank, oh, thank you, you very much. That was, that was great fun. Really cool. Oh my gosh. Y'all, this is so fun. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our Wolfpack at patreon.com slash Slade, Or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits, and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you, and... Good luck out there.